Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hi. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hey, what's up? And on this week's episode, we are going over the prom. Oh my god, we're going to prom. Oh my god. Because ours was so fun. Anyway. (laughs) So yes, we are covering the prom today. This one is in honor of Pride Month. Uh, We are no longer in Pride Month. We did miss the last few weeks of episodes. We are very sorry about that. We're all just adulting and life gets in the way. I'm sure you all understand. But this is still Pride Month themed, so... It is always pride in our hearts. Yes, let's think some rainbow thoughts. I like to do that year-round, so, you know, works for me. So, The Prom. Music was written by Matthew Sklar, lyrics by Chad Begulin, and book by Bob Martin. So, the original concept was created by Jack Viertel in 2010... A girl named Constance McMillan, a high school senior in Mississippi, this is a real story, uh, was banned from attending prom by the school board after they found out that she planned to wear a tux and bring her girlfriend. Yes. she's just chillin' and they were butts. So she challenged this decision, which led to the board actually canceling the prom altogether. Wow. (laughs) So McMillan and the ACLU sued the school district and they were found guilty of violating McMillan's First Amendment rights. Still, the judge did not force the school district to reinstate the prom, and then the parents organized a real prom at a secret location that McMillan was not allowed to attend. She was actually tricked into attending a fake prom somewhere else with only seven other students, basically all of the school outcasts. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So several celebrities, such as Green Day, Kat Cora, and Lance Bass, rallied together on social media to support McMillan and help her with a second chance prom so that she could attend it with her girlfriend. Aww. So the story has a happy ending uh, and thus inspired this musical. So this musical, The Prom, follows four Broadway actors as they travel to a conservative town to help a lesbian student who has been banned from bringing her girlfriend to the high school prom. So the show played at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta from August 18th to September 25th, 2016, then it moved to Broadway. The show began previews at the Long Acre Theater on October 23rd, 2018, and officially opened on November 15th, 2018. The production closed on August 11th, 2019, after 23 previews and 309 performances. The production cost $13.5 million to stage, and it did not recoup its investment. Sad times. A U.S. national tour of the prom was expected to begin in February 2021 in Rhode Island, but you know how it goes. COVID. COVID. Come on. Toward COVID. The OBC recording was released on December 14th, 2018, and is what we're working off of today. It features Caitlin Kanunen, Brooks Eschmanskas, Beth Lievel, Isabella Macala, Christopher Sieber, and more. This soundtrack runs very middle-of-the-road for the typical Broadway styles. You don't get all the detail in the songs, but the songs do contain specific details that keep them from being too vague. Yep. So, the show did receive pretty good reviews from the start, calling it a, quote, joyful hoot, and a, quote, joyous, funny, and sweet production that should appeal to several generations of musical fans. Nice. It was also described as, quote, one part satire, one part inclusivity teaching moment. So, okay, interesting. I agree. That's fair. The musical has been nominated for tons of awards, but has actually only won one, which was a Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Musical. 
In 2019, a young adult novel adaptation was released. And in 2020, a movie version came out on Netflix starring Meryl Streep, James Corden, Nicole Kidman, Keegan-Michael Key, Andrew Reynolds, Ariana DeBose, and many more big names. The movie hasn't received as many good reviews. I did watch it. I thought it was just okay. I didn't agree with all the casting, personally, but it was all right. Okay. Just I... That's I. All right. Well, that's sad, but okay. I do recommend watching it, though. It is a good adaptation, and it's nice to see musicals getting adaptations, whereas like yeah. a lot of them you just can't see nowadays, so at least you got something. But yeah, that's true. With all of that background out of the way, are we ready to jump into our act one? Sure. I guess so. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's do it then. All righty. So, the musical opens on, a musical opens on Broadway. Eleanor, the Eleanor Roosevelt story, and they're celebrating their opening night with lead cast members Dee Dee Allen and Barry Glickman in the song Changing Lives. After the show, they get one good review, which leads to Dee Dee and Barry singing about how great the show is, and more importantly, how great they are, and how their performance changes lives. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> However, the musical is then bashed by the New York Times, which says that Dee Dee and Barry do not understand their characters because they are self-absorbed narcissists. Oh. Ooh. The show then closes after opening night. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <Rough. laughs> So, to improve their image, the two decide to take on a selfless cause, and they team up with two other actors, Trent Oliver, a Juilliard graduate down on his luck, and Angie Dickinson, a lifelong chorus girl. They search on Twitter and find Emma, a teenager from Indiana whose prom was canceled by the PTA because she wanted to bring her girlfriend. Ooh. Where have we heard that before? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> the actors decide to go to help in the song Changing Lives Reprise. They sing about going to Indiana and teaching them all how to be more PC while simultaneously listing a bunch of rude stereotypes about the people there, such as cousin humping and Jesus jumping. Gross. Oh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Trent was just about to join the cast of Godspell on their tour, so our group of actors joins their tour bus as they head to Indiana. In Indiana, Emma faces lots of bullying. She finds a doll hung by a noose in her locker. Yikes. Mm-hmm. We also learned that when she came out, her parents kicked her out, so now she lives with her grandma. Go grandma, though. Mm-hmm. At least grandma likes her. But she tries to remain strong and get through it all in the song Just Breathe. Mr. Hawkins, the school principal, and Emma's ally, believes this isn't little. It's a civil rights issue. Yes. <laughs> he informs her that he has talked to the state attorney and believes he can reinstate the prom. The school holds a meeting with the PTA, and all the parents are very anti-homosexual and don't want their kids going to dance with gay kids. They might catch the gays. <gasps> the gay. Oh my god. Yeah, How dare they? The gay agenda. The gays gays. <laughs> all of a sudden, Dee Dee, Barry, Trent, and Angie burst in with protest signs to support Emma. <laughs> nice. Dee Dee insists that she's such a good person because she's doing this for Emma, not herself. She then goes into this big old song about how this cause means so much to her because she too has experienced slander and other troubles, you know, as a famous Broadway star. Oh, yeah. This, of course, embarrasses Emma. <laughs> And the song is called It's Not About Me. Which means it definitely is. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. So then after the meeting, it is revealed that Emma's girlfriend is Alyssa Green, a popular but closeted student who is the daughter of Mrs. Green, the head of the PTA. Oh. Oh. 
So the two argue about the publicity around the prom. Alyssa blames Emma, but Emma insists that she didn't want all this either. She just wants to be with her girlfriend. And so the two agree that they don't need all the hubbub of a big fancy prom. They just want to hold each other and dance together in the song Dance With You. And it's super cute. It is super cute. The actors attempt to hold a rally, but only manage to book a halftime show at a monster truck rally. Whoa. (laughs) They perform alongside a non-equity tour cast of Godspell in the song The Acceptance Song. But the performance is unsuccessful, as you can pretty well imagine. Yep. Yeah. It's bad. When I think musicals, I think monster trucks. Monster trucks. Later, the state attorney rules that the school must hold an inclusive prom. Emma thanks the actors for their help, and students begin to prompose to each other. (laughs) Nice. Emma officially asks Alyssa, who agrees, in the song You Happened. I guess that's okay. That's cute then. (laughs) I'll allow it. For now. The cuteness will only get it so far. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mr. Hawkins and Dee Dee go to Applebee's to celebrate. Mr. Hawkins is a huge fan and tells Dee Dee how much she inspires him in the song We Look to You. This song is a great description of theater from an outside perspective. Watching a theater performance is an escape from life's everyday stresses and feels as amazingly comfortable as coming home. We stand. (laughs) True. Barry helps Emma get ready for prom, revealing that he didn't get to go to his either. Meanwhile, other students are preparing for prom as well in the song Tonight Belongs to You. And so this is basically like the makeover montage of your, you know, typical movie, but in a song. Oh, yeah. This song actually also features my favorite line of the musical, which is one thing's universal. Life's no dress rehearsal. So why not make some waves before it's through? Nice. Anyway, Mm. it just gets me every time. Get that tattooed. Almost. Think about it. (laughs) Put that on a shirt. We just might. (laughs) So Barry walks Emma into the gym, which is empty. So Mr. Hawkins is there, and he figures out that the PTA put on another prom across town, and this one is just for Emma. So that fulfills the requirement of them holding an inclusive prom, but it's still rude AF. Mm -hmm. Right, like, what the heck? So Dee Dee panics that the fake prom will be bad press for her, leading to Mr. Hawkins realizing her true intentions here. She's a terrible person. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Emma then calls Alyssa, who insists that she knew nothing about the other prom, even though she's at it right now. Oh. And so Emma asks her to come be with her, but Alyssa still refuses to publicly come out. Emma runs out of the gym and tells the actors to just go home. And this ends act one. The poor babies. Aww. The poor gay babies. Yeah, the the gay babies. The gaybies. The gaybies. (laughs) 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 maybe not that (laughs) well that is the first act how are we feeling so far sad sad very sad yeah yeah so it's pretty good um is amber and i the only ones that have listened to it yet probably i have not listened to it okay yeah it's pretty fun you know Mm -hmm. definitely gets uh enough of the story across and then i'm not like lost Mm -hmm. by any means but yeah, a pretty good first act definitely sets up what we're shooting for and builds good uh, base characters, I think. Mm-hmm. So we're ready to jump into some promotional talk. So we did get the chance while we were on our little mini hiatus to go out and celebrate because we are now at 3,300 downloads. <laughs> we are really close to 3,400, surprisingly. And we just really appreciate you still giving us downloads, even when we have to take a little break. Yeah, appreciate y'all and your yeah. faces. 
and your faces, that which we, we can't, can't see. see. <laughs> yeah, so um, some exciting things coming through the pipeline. In about a month, we're going to start. We're going to be focusing on extra content, and that's not just with us. It's on the network as well, so please look forward to that. You can check out our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com for further info on all of our goings-ons. And if you really like us, because we're awesome, you should go check out our Instagram where Amber is posting funny reels and cute reels. And I think the last one featured pets. The last one was my dog and it was super cute. Oh, yes. So go check out Popo's because why wouldn't you? Right. Don't the news make the world go round. Yes. And you can find us on Instagram at save me an aisle seat. Ba-ba-ba. Okay. And I believe that's all my promotional talk for this week. So how about Kylie? You give us some factoids. <gasps> it's been yes. a while. Yeah. So, for your fun fact tonight, the movie was mid-production when the pandemic shut things down in March. Four months later, it was one of the first projects in the U.S. to resume production. Yay! Hopefully safely. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, yeah. I think we would have heard if it wasn't. Yeah. Your second fun fact, the Broadway cast gave a performance at the Thanksgiving Day Parade in 2018 and gave the telecast its first ever same-sex kiss on air. Oh ho! Whoop! Scandalous! It's only 2018. What the heck? <laughs> mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. On August 3rd, 2019, after a performance of the show, Broadway's first known on-stage wedding occurred between two women. Oh my God! Doop the doop. scandal. Burn them. <laughs> Yikes! No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Cool. Very cool. Okay. So, with that intermission out of the way, are we ready to slay our way? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> After the fake prom, the media frenzy increases. The actors encourage Emma to step up and be the face of the story, but she's too scared. I mean, fair. It's fair. It's fair. So Angie encourages her, teaching her about zazz, which is basically a fancy word for, like, internal confidence. She shares a story about Bob Fosse in the original production of Chicago, and the two end up dancing a very Chicago style in the song Zazz. Nice. All that Zazz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, basically. Pretty much. Because Angie's thing is that she's been a chorus girl in Chicago a bunch of times, but she's never gotten the chance to play Roxy Hart, which is what she truly wants. And so oh, she's, this, the she's like still dreaming of playing that role, and she's like, you can like have dreams too and reach for them and... Whatever. Positivity. Dee Dee tries to talk to Mr. Hawkins, but he just berates her for being so self-centered. She performs his favorite song for him and promises to be better with the song The Ladies Improving. Nice. Meanwhile, Trent decides he may be able to change the minds of the town youth due to his own small town upbringing. So he confronts several students about how they are breaking the word of the Bible and being hypocritical. You can't cherry pick which parts of the Bible you follow, which is very true. Very. So basically, if you have a tattoo, if you have premarital sex, if you masturbate, or if you have a divorce, or any of these other things, that can be seen, that's seen as just as bad as gayness, according to the Bible. So. Get them. This basically makes the students double-guess themselves. (laughs) Good. Because they see the logic, and so then he encourages them to love thy neighbor in the song, Love Thy Neighbor. Wow. Which is actually a lot of fun. (laughs) And so this song is actually sung very gospel style (laughs) and does feature that Godspell cast from earlier. Nice. 
Alyssa apologizes to Emma, explaining the pressure her mother puts on her to be perfect, which includes, you know, straight A's and the debate club and cheerleading and Bible camp and blah, 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 blah. Being straight. <laughs> Being straight. Mm-hmm. And even blames her for her father leaving them because she's a horrible mom. Mm-hmm. Emma is unable to accept the apology and they break up in the song Alyssa Green. Dee Dee books Emma a TV appearance, but she turns it down. She has her own plan now. She wants to have a prom for everyone and is convinced her plan will work. She even invites Barry as her date, so he is finally able to fulfill his own prom dreams. Aww. Aww. Overjoyed, he agrees and recounts his missed prom experience. He went to his, but then saw his crush there with his female date, so he was sad and left. In his nostalgia, he also considers calling his mom. He left his parents when he came out because they wouldn't approve. In the song, Barry is going to prom. Good for Barry. <laughs> Emma uploads a video of her playing the guitar and singing about her struggles and her longing for acceptance. She sings that she won't hide anymore. This inspires other LGBT plus kids across the country to comment in support in the song Unruly Heart. And this video goes viral. Whoop. Nice. Internet. Power of the internet. Whoop whoop. So the actors help plan an inclusive prom for Emma and all the other LGBT plus kids across the state. And then they fund it because the school can't. Dee Dee even turns over her American Express black card. (gasps) Rich. Sort of. So the PTA, Miss Green in particular, is furious, but the other students come in and voice their support of an inclusive prom thanks to Trent changing their minds. They even ask Trent to stay and be their drama teacher. Yay! Yay! Alyssa comes out to her mother in front of the group and confesses her love for Emma. Her mother is reluctant to accept her, but Barry calls her out too. He says if she doesn't accept her, she will lose her. Miss Green is devastated by this and agrees to be more open for her daughter. Aw, good. She's trying. So the PTA backs down, finally, and the prom is planned. So the prom features both LGBT plus couples and straight couples having just a grand old time, dancing the night away. As proms do. As proms do. And Emma and Alyssa finally get their dance, and they share a kiss in the song It's Time to Dance. And with that, we end the show. Wow, we actually got a happily ever after. Woo! And no one died. I thought we only dealt in mega depression here. (laughs) <laughs> and murder. Not this Not week. Not this show. It's one of our few where no one dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no splash Yay. zone. No splash zone here. Except maybe glitter. Mm? Definitely glitter. Just saying, Vegas. Hit us <laughs> up. We'll make this work for you. Glitter splash zone. Whoop. That'd be, I think, worse than the blood one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> B, you have to explain that one for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the end of the show, you guys. What do we think? Cute. It is cute. Wholesome. Very yes. modern story. Yeah. Yes, for sure. That it, Yeah, it's very good. And I do like getting a happy ending here and there. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, hate the message of this one. So that's super cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's also something we run into a lot <laughs> with quote-unquote happy endings. Yeah, a lot of, like, the older ones where it's like, ah, you settled for the emotionally unstable person that you're changing your entire life for. Yay? (laughs) This one's actually like, hey, we're working to better ourselves and, you know, fighting for what we want and stuff like that. So that's nice. Yeah, that's a good one. And the music is good, too. Yeah, definitely super fun to listen to. So even, even though this show is a happy ending... Uh, it is important to note that this sort of thing, you know, like we said earlier, it is based on a true story. 
And it is yeah. still happening to this day. So students are being turned away from prom for being queer and even for having mental disabilities. Yeah, which, which like is root AF. It's 2021. Like, why is this still a thing? Yeah. You know, just stop being assholes. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, protect your fellow students and... Why you gotta be so interested in other people's business? and Especially, like, students. Mm-hmm. Mind your business. You know, doing hardcore drugs. Who, who gives a fooey? A fooey. You tell them, Matt. And after going through this one, I would say this one is mama approved. Yeah. You know, it, it is very wholesome and just nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we wanted to do this one, obviously, for Pride Month, and we are very sorry we missed that window there. There's just a lot going on. But yeah, so we just wanted to let you, you know, assure you guys that we are a safe space for the LGBT plus community. Yeah. That we are. Hell yeah. We're, yeah, we're about half and half gay and ally here. <laughs> yep. We're pretty uh, queer ourselves, so. <laughs> Heck yeah. We're not going to tell you who's who. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to let you guess. But yeah, so this was a really good show. We do recommend it. Uh, go ahead and let's do it. And, you know, yes, Pride Month is just a month, but have Pride all year round and be totally cool with you. Yes. Also, just be cool with your fellow humans. Yeah. That too. Be cool. Be cool. Be, just be cool. Let's just, yeah. Be chill. Just be cool. <laughs> be chill. <laughs> be more chill. We already did the show. <laughs> <laughs> we did. And it was weirder than this one. Uh-huh. Yes, it was. But... Yeah, I think that will wrap up this episode. So we really uh, appreciate you guys tuning in as always. And thanks for giving us forgiveness on that little break that we took. We will hopefully be back to a regular schedule here soon. Yeah. Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts across this vast internet we have. Uh, This ensures that you get our episodes as soon as they are posted. And uh, yeah, get all the juicy gossip and information as fast as possible. The hot goss. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to go on Apple to maybe listen to part of the soundtrack or the whole soundtrack, leave us a five-star <laughs> review. It helps boost us up in the numbers. Heck yeah. <laughs> but of course, as always, the best way to help us is through word of mouth. So if you have, you know, friends or family or coworkers or, you know, the lesbian couple who lives down the road, just let them know that we have a great podcast and they should listen. And that just, it just really helps us get in front of, uh, you know, more people and grow our audience organically, which we really enjoy having everyone listening to us and hanging mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah. And if you'd like to reach out to us, because we're super cool and you're super cool, so, you know, <laughs> you can email us at savemeanossie at gmail.com, or you can find us pretty much anywhere on the internet. So we're on Twitter at savemeanossie, we're on Instagram at savemeanossie, we're on Facebook at savemeanossie, and... We're on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Yes, we is. And then, of course, as I mentioned in our intermission, if you'd like to know more about our shows and what we're getting up to, you can check out our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. So this helps you, you know, keep track of what all we're doing and the future projects that hopefully we're going to be tackling here soon and everything like that. But that will wrap up this episode of Save Me an Owl Seat. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Aisle Seat. 
We do this show for fun, but if you'd like to support us, you can check out our Ko-Fi at www.ko-fi.com slash ragtag network. For more episodes and shows like this, go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. This show is brought to you by the Ragtag Network.